Thanks for listening to this Digital Gov podcast. These podcasts focus on helping agencies build a 21st century digital government. We've all had a memorable customer service experience. Maybe it was the hour-long telephone wait, and your phone died just as you started talking to a call center agent. Perhaps it was the unfriendly clerk or the obviously bored receptionist. We've all been there. And we've all probably made a joke or two about the level of customer service provided by government agencies. We know that customer service matters. And in the digital world, the public outcry to poor customer service can be lightning quick. This is true for both the private and public sectors. Providing great customer service is for all of us. Every agency has a customer, and those customer interactions matter. I'm Ashley Wickman from the Digital Gov team. Today, I'm digging deeper into the topic of customer experience. What initiatives are taking place across the federal government? How can each of us contribute to providing a better customer experience? In May, I sat down with Stephanie Toom, Vice President of Customer Experience at the Export-Import Bank of the United States. The following are her insights from our discussion. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming in and talking to us. Thanks for the invitation. So tell us a little bit about kind of your vision for customer service, both in your agency and across government. Well, um, oh, that's a good question. For, for my agency, um, I would like to see us ascribe to the values that we need to ascribe to to improve the ease of doing business for customers. XM Bank has a strategic goal that's noted in our strategic plan to improve the ease of doing business for customers. We want to make sure that our customers have easy access to the bank, that they understand what's expected on their part when they work with the bank, and um, that we understand them as well and what their needs and experiences are. We want to bring their voice to the table, so to speak, because so often um, in government, the customer's voice doesn't make it to the table. And we want to make sure that uh, we bring their voice to the table and make sure that our processes and our information technology infrastructure is supportive in a way that makes it easy for them to do business with us. Um, and one of the things that I know from an article you wrote for us, Three Ways to Involve Your Agency's Customer Mindset, is that you are doing some advisory work with the cross-agency priority goal. around customer service. Can you talk a little bit about your involvement that way? Right. Well, the President's Cross-Agency Community of Practice is comprised of 15 very large agencies. Exim Bank is a small agency, so my role has evolved into more of one as an advisor. So some of the things that I have done, because I, I bring 24 years of private sector experience, sector role, is just advise on the fundamentals that we need to make sure that we have in place before we can b- begin pursuing the really big things that we want to do. There are certain things that need to happen within government with respect to setting values and establishing baseline metrics and measurements and from a performance perspective, before we can begin looking at the really big and super sexy things that some people might think uh, that we want to pursue first. So from an advisory capacity, one of the things that I've tried to do with a community of practice is just make sure to bring that voice to the table that we need to make sure that we have certain foundations in place before we can get too big with what it is that we want to do across government. In an article on Digital Gov, you talked about 2016 being the year of the customer. Yes. And you touched on 2014 was kind of a planting seed year, and 2015 being germinating. Yes. The year of germinating. Yes. So tell us a little bit 
What kind of seeds have you seen that have started sprouting? Well, um, I guess um, most recently to the year 2011, and I think that's when the president's executive order came out on customer service, asking for agencies to begin working on customer service plans. And that's when we really saw the most modern push toward customer service within government, when the large agencies were actually asked to get a team together and start thinking about the ways that, that they wanted to improve customer service within their agencies. So we went through that phase, and that working group kind of morphed into what we have now with our community of practice. Uh, uh, which is attached to the president's cross-agency priority goal on customer service that's outlined on performance.gov. So, um, oh, oh, as far as um, moving toward the year of the customer, these are all steps that have kind of taken us through where we are now and have kind of pushed us to where we are now with these seeds being planted because it got us to thinking about the fundamental business ways that we can insert the voice of the customer into our business planning and our business strategies so that we can improve and, and cut costs even within government. So uh, this is a really great year because we see more agencies getting involved in the community of practice. We see more agencies getting involved in talking to one another about best practices through this community of practice. And we're also seeing private sector organizations like Forrester, for example, getting involved in trying to support from the outside world what it is that government is trying to do. So we have a momentum going. We have the seeds planted. And as the conversation continues, we really can't help but grow because as the conversation continues, we will find ways and more ways to be excited about what it is that we can do when we embrace the entirety of customer experience as a management discipline within organizations. I'm not talking about just projects. It's really easy to think about things in terms of projects, but this is an entire management discipline because it spans across silos within an organization. It's about a customer's entire journey with an organization, not just with one department or one person, but across the board. So um, as we see things begin to unfold, the conversation is going to just naturally morph into something that is going to benefit the customer. And so 2016, in my opinion, is going to be one of the best years that, that government customers will experience. So you have this great optimism for 2016. <laughs> We're germinating. We are. So in this, in this wonderful <laughs> growing metaphor, what are some of maybe the locusts? What are our challenges <laughs> to implementing this mindset? Well, um, we definitely have an evolving skill set within personnel within government. Um, we have a lot of heart and we have a lot of soul and a lot of, of um we have a lot of talent within government right now, but there, there is an evolving skill set within government, and it could be a challenge, um, but it's one that we can overcome with the, the early adopters, so to speak, to begin understanding holistically what customer experience is. We have a lot of great enthusiasm for customer service. We have an, a baseline of understanding that's building within government. But um, from a skill development perspective, we um, as customer experience leaders within government have a lot to learn. We, we still have a lot to learn and a lot to understand in terms of this being an entire discipline within government that we need to embrace beyond just projects. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. What are some strategies then you would suggest to build that skill set? Whether it's you know someone on your level or even someone um, on my level, like because you know as you're saying, customer service is for everyone. It's right. a whole 
team effort. So right. what are some ways we can, you know, cut our teeth in that field? Right. So the, the first thing is keep going, keep talking, keep meeting with people in the field. Look at organizations like the Customer Experience Professionals Association. Um, that is a, a, a nonprofit organization, and it's comprised of customer experience professionals from throughout the world. It's a relatively new organization. They do have a new, um, they have a new certification that one can study for to kind of learn a little bit about that. But there are so many great books out there, and there are so many great blogs out there, and there are so many great people within the industry that all you have to do is find them on LinkedIn, send them a quick note, and um, just just have a discussion either via email or over the phone or set up a coffee and go to coffee with someone. So it's a matter of evolving. Now, I think it's really important to note that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every agency is going to be different in terms of how they Set, set out to serve their customers and what customer experience is going to mean. Um, there is a fundamental, you know, there is a baseline of, of what it is, but um, it's still going to be up to the customer experience professionals at each organization to, to set a course for what's right for their agency. What's right for Exim Bank may not necessarily be what's right for GSA, for example, in terms of how we measure and monitor and seek to um, get feedback from our customers. One of the things I really like building on what kind of what you just said is that you've talked in your articles about, you know, really relying on data to yes. inform your decisions. And I yes. think that's a really interesting, almost like paradox for people, because we see customer service as maybe a little like fluffy and handholding, but really right. you're talking about using data to drive those decisions. Um, yes, data with a healthy dose of the qualitative as well, because one of the first things that we'll always ask after we see a data set is why. And the numbers can't tell us why. We have to dive into it more deeply. But in terms of setting um, setting a baseline or setting a course or getting a fundamental understanding of what the customer experience is within your within your organization, you need to be looking at internal metrics. Internal metrics. And for us at Exim Bank, those internal metrics have to do with processing time and cycle time. Our customers have told us that cycle time is very important to them. We do thousands of small business transactions each year. We know that our small business customers need to move very quickly on their on their um, export credit insurance purchases, for example. Um, so we measure and monitor cycle time internally, and we keep a view of that through a few different lenses internally. We have a weekly meeting of our operations review committee where we take a look at cycle times that are in process. Uh, we take a look at transactions that are in process. Then we also take a look at average cycle times for transactions that have been completed. Our employees also have some access to that data, and we report out on it through GIPRA. So we want to make sure that we have a holistic view, but there are those internal metrics, but we also need to balance that with the external metrics because it's very important to bring a balanced view into your agency. We can take a look at customer feedback, and customer feedback is great, but in the, in the type of environment that we're in as a government agency, there are certain realities that we have to balance as well. So in terms of helping to drive decisions, yes, data can help us get on the right course, but we also need to balance the realities that we have before us as government agencies. Does that answer the question? It does. It was very good. Okay. <laughs> um, what other advice would you give to any agencies um, or, like I said, individuals working that really well, want to push this mindset? You know, one of the things that I really push hard, I would push hard for agency leads to consider is hiring a chief customer officer. Um, 
I get a lot of pushback on that or have gotten some pushback on that, but what we've seen in the private sector is the companies and organizations that have hired a customer chief have been very successful at bringing the voice of the customer to the table. And it sends a message externally and internally when you hire a customer chief to sit alongside the chief information officer, the chief financial officer, for example. It sends a message internally and externally that this is something that we take very seriously. We want to hear your voice. We want to improve our business based on what our customers have to say while balancing the realities of our organization. And also having that customer chief sit alongside that, that C-suite range of professionals, the CIO, the CFO, for example, because it just makes fundamental business sense to have that voice of the customer at the table unencumbered by the agenda of any other silo, but that voice being at the table to help to balance out the conversations that have to take place towards strategic planning, for example. Do you see agencies increasingly hiring in that way? Is your community growing? Yes. Well, since I joined, um, I joined Exim Bank in August of 2012, and since I joined, um, GSA hired a chief customer officer. Uh, the VA hired a chief customer officer. Um, we're also aware that um, the Department of Education and the Federal Student Financial Aid Division has a chief customer officer. So it is growing, and um, I believe that GSA also is actually developing a, an entire department around customer experience. So how do we know that this customer service mindset is a, you know, a long-term trend in government and not just a flash-in-the-pan movement? So I think that um, the customer service mindset has been around in government for a long time. We have some people within government um, who are just fantastic and have lived that customer service mindset for their entire careers. But now it's becoming more formalized within government. As we've seen the executive order from 2011 on customer service, we see the customer service management goal that was attached to President Obama's 2015 budget. We have a community of practice now within government of more than 15 agencies that have bonded together. But I think one of the most real, um, the, the most real signs that we have comes from our customers. We know that as government agencies, there will be political turnover, but we also know that our customers' needs are not going to go away. Customers are not going to go away. Leadership is going to come and go, but our customers will remain. And so there is a level of expectation that's been set now with respect to how we've really pushed forward into formalizing this and thinking about it as a management discipline that's going to provide us with really good momentum going forward. So what strategies have you used to help kind of your employees or your coworkers at Exim Bank develop some of these great customer service skills? Well, just a couple of weeks ago, we had something very special um, happen at the bank, and we hired a consultant to come in and do an improv-style customer service skill-building workshop. The name of the company was Mindhatch, and what they did was they came in and gave us something really innovative in terms of building skills. We had an hour-long workshop, and it was really just the tip of the iceberg because we really wanted to just pilot this idea and this notion of improv-style skill building. And um, about 25 people came, and there were no seats. And we spent an hour in groups and paired off doing some really interesting exercises and games on um, that, that built our listening skills and our response skills and our ability to see things through another person's eyes. So we're really excited about that, and we hope to do more of that at Exim Bank. But this um, style of training was something that was very new and innovative for us, and we're really happy with the way that it turned out.
It sounds like it'll be good, too, for the colleague relationships as well as the customer relationships. Absolutely. You know, when you get in these kinds of situations, what we learned with the improv-style training was we um, it was a little bit of a stress reliever as well because these were games that we played with our colleagues, but they still built skills for us. And there were colleagues that were meeting each other for the first time and building these skills, so they were networking as well. So it really turned out well for us. Any parting words of wisdom for... Our digital gov audience. Oh, um, keep going. Keep keep pushing the envelope. Keep trying new things. We really can't get ahead unless we have some failures. I know that a lot of people don't want to don't want to admit that we will fail. There will be some hiccups along the way, but that's how we get to where we're going. We can't innovate unless we have some hiccups along the way. So just keep going. Keep looking for the best practices. Keep talking to each other. Keep keep pursuing the big audacious goals and the big audacious ideas and just keep going with it. Um, keep bringing data to the table. Keep looking for ways to bring the voice of the customer to the table and keep challenging yourself. If you're developing a new product or you're at work on a new project, bring in the voice of the customers from the very beginning to help ensure that it will be successful. You're going to have iterations of projects or products if you're developing products in your agency along the way. There will be iterations of that to make it great. Um, but just make sure you're bringing that voice of the customer to the table from the beginning. Well, thank you very much, oh, Stephanie. Thank you very much for having me.